Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... No sleep till October, Matt Strange. And this is... Scavenging from the fridge for some sort of food. You're... <laughs> you in the fridge whilst we podcast. Maybe. You <laughs> fucking chad. You can't prove anything about my movements and or eating during this podcast. He's going to be at the dry bread again. He loves dry bread and dry bread. <laughs> How are you, Mork? I'm all right. I, I like I like bread when it's just, yeah, bread on its own. When it's fresh bread, yeah. it's really so nice. Do I, I've watched that man eat like two or three entire French baguettes whole, one after the other, dry. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. We've got another friend who's... I can't think who it is. We've got another friend who's... Some, what are you people made out else of sand? I know who will just eat bread. Look, I lived with a celiac and I had a nice loaf of fucking bread, Strange. You can settle yeah. You ate so many dry baguettes, I almost brought you that hilarious baguette case you can get, which is just a fabric case, the shape and size of a baguette with a strap. That would have been brilliant. It would have been brilliant, the sandwich holders. Hi, welcome to our sandwich holder podcast. <laughs> What's your favourite sandwich, Strange? Uh, bacon and Stilton. Mew? Cranberry, bacon, cranberry and bacon and whatever else goes with that. Brie, that's it. Brie, or apple, or camembert. I'm really boring, just a good old-fashioned cheddar cheese salad sandwich, but you've got to have onions on it. Oh, you've got to have onions, yeah, obviously. Cheese without onion. What's the the fucking point? Wrong. Right, um... (laughs) Sandwiches. <laughs> this may be the first time you've ever been, uh, you may have listened to our podcast, not <laughs> been to it, uh, listened to our podcast. And as such, you would need to know we have a tier system, which is how we give our reviews for Dynamite as the individual matches of Dynamite and BTE. We're still not reviewing Dark because it's still just um, newbie, newbie squash fest. Uh, so, Mr. Strange, are you ready to explain the tier list? Yeah, fuck it, let's go! Right, tier lists, you probably know them from computer games, YouTube channels, some other stuff now. We do an alphabet scale judging everything, for we go up from our lowest rank, which is a D. A D rank match is a bad match, bad story, short, maybe it's a squash. It's basically been a bad experience, pretty much like every day in this heat, except with none of the other activities. If you just spent every day in this heat, just sort of sat there going, God, this is awful. That's a D rank match. We didn't want it to happen. But here he existence. Mate, I can roll this up. C is a good match. We've got some story. We know why we're there. The wrestling's good in the ring. We're entertained. Sure, it's not blowing our mind, but, you know, it's your average good performance. It's your your time filler. You've, you know why they're there. You're having a good time. You're happy. It's, uh, it's entertaining. It's like being back out in the world now that uh, there is no more threat from corona in Britain. It was defeated uh, yesterday. <laughs> B rank match is, a, is, is match plus one. It's good. You've got strong story. The wrestling's good and crisp. You get to see some cool things. You care the wrestlers there. Sure, it's not going to be the mind-blowing thing of the week or the month, but it's really good match. Just just better than a time filler. Your eyes are on the string. Uh, string? The screen. You're engaged. It's uh, it's like going out shopping now in uh, in Britain. <laughs> In this heat, with the corona, with the corona gone, and nobody with their masks, a little bit of anxiety driving you through. You've got your eyes on the story. You've got action about. It's uh, it's engaging. A rank match. Normally your match of the week. Hopefully, often 
reserved for pay-per-views. Unfortunately, A-Rank matches got everything. You know the story. You know the characters. You know why they're in the ring. Obviously, you can have a really A-Rank section as well. You can have some proper engagement between wrestlers and conflict with only words that tells a story. This isn't all about wrestling, but the wrestling in that ring best be fucking good, best be crisp, and I best have my eyes locked on it at all times. Like, I suppose, news announcements from Boris Johnson in the UK over what is happening with our country. We've got strong story. We've got an engaging character. And uh, it, it just comes with a little bit of excitement, it's doesn't it, right now? Getting an ice cream from that ice cream chunk that always comes by during this recording. <laughs> Look, it's either you hear the ice cream uh, truck or I close that window and die about 15 minutes in. I'm going with die. <laughs> Thanks, bro. An S-rank match is the top of the fucking tree. The S-rank match has got great wrestling, paradigm-breaking moments. Your eyes are locked on. You send gifts of it to your mates. The ring work is just phenomenal. The story, you know why they're there. Maybe it's the start or conclusion of a big storyline. Maybe it's just a great part of a feud. S-rank match just has all those things you love. It's got biker gangs, undead wizards, luchadors, ninjas, everything you want. That's what I want from an S-rank match. I want my stadium stampedes. I want all of it. I want... <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the the riots that will burn down London soon enough when lockdowns come back will be an S-rank moment. So that's it. D, shitty match. C, good match. B, very good match. A, amazing match. And S, something to speak of in legend. There we go. Thank you, Strange. Um, now, uh, we will be... Normally, we would move on to our news segment, but I think it's just too hot for anyone to have done anything interesting, and therefore we don't have any news. A new belt for AEW. Oh, yes. New TNT belt, coloured like the Bulgarian flag, brought out by Miro, shown by him on the show, but nobody went, yo, he's got a new belt. I just looked at it and went, is that belt white or is it the lights? New belt. There what? we go. <laughs> What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and moving on from news, this would be our segment of social media. Mr. Strange. If you anything want to see the new you... belt, there's pictures of it on Twitter. <laughs> Some Somebody explains what the little hills are, uh, the nine hills of the village they grew up in and what the colours mean and what the guys on the side. I probably should have wrote this down if I'm honest with you, but... If you care about this belt that they didn't bother to announce properly on the show more than they do, you can look it up on the Twitter. AEW's new TNT belt. <laughs> Hooray! Improvising more. I'm on So, this. yeah, that was good. <laughs> we didn't have social media a couple of minutes ago or news. No, mate. <laughs> um, so, time to move on. And we move straight on with our reviews. And it's time to review BTE or being the elite. Form your starts. Gotta get this out. I'm so fucking sick of people talking about shoes on being the elite. Did you steal my first fucking comment? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sick of it, bro. I'm so, sorry, sorry, Muir. Your, this is your please, please no, review BTE. It's completely fine. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of BTE. I'm sick of it. Um, yeah. I, I enjoyed them buying the street fight clothes, you know, the stupid jorts and stuff. That was fun. Then we moved on to the weirdest part of this, which was the Hollywood hunk. Having... Send some cream. 
he got sent some cream that he drunk, which was obviously, you know, drugged or something, because he goes into like a hallucination state. And something about someone being dead, and the cream is heavy. He kept <laughs> typing was... Michelle. Michelle is dead, that's it. Michelle is dead, and the cream is heavy. <laughs> so I, I'm I, happy to see where this goes, because any sort of bollocks like this is my sort of thing. It had a lot of good visuals of the milk and the cream and stuff. It was all right. Uh... <laughs> Stephen King, enjoy it. Uh... Muir here is a uh, takes the psychotic build of Britain by a cocaine driven man and thinks this will go somewhere. Now I'm with you. Sorry, keep going. One of his books has to end well at some point. Um, then we got to the confessions bit with Ryan. Uh, hang on, I, I wanted to comment on um, the, the the Ryan Nemeth's cream because somebody in the YouTube comments went, "But what if his cream is Gallows's jizz?" I mean. <sighs> I mean, oh, <laughs> oh god, that could happen. Oh. I also like the idea if they're going to go with the Hollywood hunk. If he does like he did horror this week, and maybe he does something else next week, and they do these little shorts, that could be quite a cool little Ooh. bit for him. I don't know whether uh, that's the plan. I want more, more information on the cream now. And <laughs> right, yes. More information. Uh, carry on, Muir. Uh, then we get uh, Confessions with Ryzen, which I didn't care about. Don't care. Ryzen yeah. deserves better than this. When is he wrestling with his weird vicar gimmick on a, on a good show? Yep. Sorry. Uh, then we get to probably the best bit, I'd say, which was Kenny being very upset about the moustache shave. He's right, though. <laughs> Where he's just going around, running around, screaming about them not having tashes anymore. and Being the most important person. <laughs> yeah. But he has gone not... mad with power now, so, you know. Don't know where this is going. <laughs> Gotta grow him back. Um, then we moved on to the Lever and Peter Avalon bit of this episode, which was them screaming at each other like they were in a Spanish soap opera. Which I thought was all right. I kind of loved it. Work, but it yeah, was I kind of loved it. If I I'm liked honest. this. I liked this. It was a nice little paradigm break. Some of the Spanish uh, staff obviously got to do some of their jokes. Uh, yeah. They even grained up the camera. It was a little bit different to the other stuff. So it, it amused <laughs> me to see their continuing story in a different medium, shall we say? Then we cut back to the elite, which is Kenny discussing that he needs to go shave off his tash but unfortunately he has to go out live now so he never got a chance to shave it off and then we just get recap of the matches that they had and that Matt's now got a stinger injury. It was a very C show for me boys Very skippable, I'd probably give it a low C, like I enjoyed yeah. a few parts but overall I don't feel my time was well spent watching this episode so I speed watched it just before we did the um, start of the recording. I not speed watched it. I mean, I watched it literally just before we started the recording. Yeah. It was all right. It, it, bits made me chuckle. I liked um, Nemeth's horror segment. And I liked pretty much the two things you've named out. And I liked Lever. And so the big question is, did it miss the Dark Order? No, I don't think it missed the Dark Order. It just didn't have any of the other interesting parts of it. You know, they took out the Dark Order stupidity and didn't replace it, it with anything. 
that's more the problem, I think. Fair. So, yeah, that's our thoughts on B- BTE. I'd probably skip, skip it. This. Yeah, you'd probably skip this one. Or maybe watch the 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 Nemeth little horror segment. It's only a couple of minutes. That's yeah, where fair. it goes. Right, moving on. Time for Dynamite. Or Fighter Fest Night One. Ooh. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> JR Schiavone Excalibur on commentary. And we start off with Mox with Eddie Kingston versus Carl Anderson with Luke Gallows for the IWGP US Championship. Mox wins with the paradigm shift. What did you guys think of the match and what scores did you give it? Oh, no. I'm not angry. Angry. I'm, I'm just disappointed. That's not to say this was a... Bad match. Uh, you get to see heel Mox on the way in. You'll notice Moxie was like 20% more heel because in Japan he's a heel. So, you know, you got to work with that. Then we we start off with a few weak elbows and not the best strikes between the guys. It's like they didn't have a lot of chemistry. It, it was fine. It was slow, but fine. Well, We got a back rake, which I always love. I love a back rake. But those strikes, they did pick up a bit towards the end he can get to more okay it, it, it just felt to me like a bad njpw match i could see the match layout i could see what they were going for i, I knew the exchanges of strikes you know i know how an njp match works strikes crescendo build-ups you know bit of a paradigm change at the end another build-up finish and it just did that Badly, like slowly. Uh, so I, I gave it like a low C. I don't know if that's just my watching it going. This is a bad NJPW match. Um. So yeah, I, I, not the best opener for me. It was fine. I knew why they were there. Everything was safe. Yeah, I, I wanted a lot more. Yeah, it was definitely a match. It wasn't a good match, but it was definitely a match, you know? Um, trying to figure out something good to say about it. So, uh, it was all right. Uh, it was very New Japan, but it was, you know, not very good. Uh, I also am confused how that paradigm shift is meant to hurt. Just like, you know... I gave a low C. I just didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so, just, just no further so, comment. So I'm going to have to... Uh, so I, I was stuck. It was either a low B or a high C for me. Now, this might be because I Ooh. don't watch a lot of New Japan. So yeah. I quite enjoyed something that felt a little bit different um, from the normal um, US-style matches. But I yeah, couldn't I decide whether it was a low B or a high C for me and i'm probably gonna say if you were saying it's a low c it was probably a high c for me That's so it's still it's still a c but yeah um because you two are spoilt by having N- njpw matches regularly whereas i'm not so maybe this was a good way to even if it wasn't a great njpw match it's not a bad way to entice Sending you yeah sending you shingo versus cob you're gonna watch it yeah <laughs> i mean i've watched great ng njpw matches we did them during our yeah, yeah. review <laughs> and we do we do need to review that match because we, we've said that is one that we need to do so a review good. of in the future but yeah um felt a bit more like it was a setup for next we had a lance archer promo any thoughts 
He's great. I love him. I love NJPW Extra Hint Lance. He's come on so far since he arrived. Exciting good stuff. Um, yes, more. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It built my hype, which is what a promo should do. I think he has the advantage of he's, you know, still Suzuki Goon. I've always felt like he's still, you know, yeah. the same Lance Archer, which I think will always help him because, you know, he's playing the same character in two different promotions. So, yeah, and I think he deserves to get that belt back. I think he'll be, you know, because Mox isn't going to be traveling so much recently, will he? But I thought Anderson would take the belt off him. So we'll see. Uh, they're tag champs now over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. It was a really good promo. It was nice to see Lance doing the talking and holding his own. Is uh, Lance and Jake the best use of a veteran that they've had so far? Yes, yes. 100%. I'm not the only one who thinks that then. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Like, Jake has been there when he needs to be and has obviously passed his skills on to Lance. He's had a couple of like doing a DDT and taking a bump, which you, you can see he laughs about, but he's not stealing any spotlights. He's always, <laughs> as opposed to a lot of other veterans who've always appeared, uh, seem to appear either badass or have to come and like defend their champion in the ring. He has been shown not to be able to control Lance and to occasionally be menaced by Lance. Yes. Whereas in other times, he's the speaking for him. And you can see Lance is learning from him. 100% the best veteran as a teacher up there. Love it. Okay, moving on from there, we had an Andrade backstage interview. Did you have any thoughts Los on this? Ignorables! Stop getting your hopes up. Why do you Los get ignorables? He's looking for the uh, triangle. He is looking for the death triangle. Why could he be looking for the death triangle, Strange? What I could be <laughs> What type Los of Nostros with them? Los Ignorables! That would be America. America! America. Excited. Oh. Uh, it, either this is going to lead to my dreams coming true and I'm going to fucking lose my shit at some point as Tetsuya Naito shows up on AEW, or it's going nowhere and I'm going to be really angry next week. So I'm going to reserve judgment. Yeah. Uh, if this goes the way like I expected it as soon as I saw it, then yes, this is great. This is what you want to do with your cross-promotional stuff. And this is a good reason to have under our day. But we'll see. I'm happy so far with it, though. I think it's a good build. I'm expecting him to go after Pac and to want to take over part of Death Triangle as to make it an all-Latino um, no. Uh, stable that that's that's what i got out of that no. but i don't have the connections that you guys have Los ignorables is not racial yeah, yeah. specific <laughs> yeah no but that, but that doesn't mean he's not going to do it for someone else because be I, I also i think pack versus andrade i i want that he doesn't fight like his I, last I, match. I, yeah yeah no i want andrade on form versus pack because because yes, yeah i want that 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 that's that's one of those nice things that we're normally not allowed, right? I'm happy not having if I get a proper stable of shitty tweeners. Yeah. tweeners. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have that, but here we are. Um, moving on from there, Taz joins commentary, and then we have Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage with Hobson Hook at ringside 
for the FTW Championship. Starks wins with a spear after Hobbs hits Cage with the belt. Thoughts and scores on the match? Uh, I quite like this overall. It it was already a better match than the previous match, in my opinion, just from the amount of action that went on. You could see that everyone was being a little bit gentle, though. There was a couple of like neck breakers on Ricky and stuff where he saw he landed with a beautifully cushioned hold. Right, I don't. You would. The man's recovered. You know, just got over a broken neck. That's not to put him down. I was more sort of like ah than if that makes sense. Anyway, it was solid enough throughout, but wasn't amazing. Didn't lose any pace in picture-in-picture, which was nice. Had limb work. Good wrestling match. And I quite like the cheat-out, fake, double-cheat to win. Arguably, as an overall match, just on what happened in the ring, it was a C. But with the actual story and the build-up and the shenanigans that I didn't hate, I'm giving it a B. I enjoyed this. It was about... Just the fact you can just get Team Taz to feud with itself shows how good they've been recently. So, yeah, be from me, dogs. Uh, I first would like to bring up the most horrific part of this match, which was the loot crates they started trying to shill halfway. Well, at the start of it, God. <laughs> My anti capitalism eyes can't see those. Actually, <laughs> I missed well, them entirely. He tried to sell us like sting fucking crates or whatever the fuck it is, and I ate shit like that. So, no. Um, actually, on the match, uh, I think it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Uh, the single handed curls that uh, Cage was doing were a bit weird. It, it just looked a bit weird. Uh, it was probably the worst crucifix bomb I've ever seen. Oh, the, the crucifix bomb was fucking awful. I fucking sorry, love sorry, crucifix Ricky. bombs. They're like literally one of my favorite wrestling moves. So that was yeah, painful to watch. Um, I enjoyed this match though overall. I think it was really good. It wasn't the best in the actual ring, but the storyline and everything around it brings it up to a low B for me. I enjoyed this. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that crucifix bomb. I remember at the time going, that was a really cool counter. Oh, it was a bit messy, though. It was It was like, I, I remember turning around to the Raptor as we were watching it and sort of saying that that was, that, oh, that was really cool. Well, the move wasn't because it looked really scrappy, but I liked it as a counter, but it wasn't very clean. <laughs> Getting to it was good. The yes. finish of it yeah. not so good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that that was where my problem was, yes. Um so I was high C and I think Fair. you're right. Um I was high C, but with the extra shenanigans in the storyline, I think I'm happy to round up to B actually. Maybe a low B for me. I d I wasn't quite as invested. I think I'm more invested in my new pitch for who should beat Miro for the TNT championship. No uh, one cage no that's that's my new pitch he's at no. least the only person who looks beastly enough to fight that's it. the thing yeah who and can power go on an arc to get and he first. can yeah and he can power out of the game over i don't care Miro <laughs> is god's chosen champion why would we have him defeated by some 10 year run 10 year run <laughs> right moving on from there um, no. Cody uh, promo. Cody uh. promo calling out Malachi Black. Uh, Black big screen promo. Um, I have to give Cody props here a bit before you guys give your thoughts. I thought he did a really good job of actually making it look like a conversation 
to set up yeah. for the lights out bit. His timing was absolutely spot on. The Raptor did point out that she does want a situation in the future where the lights go out, the lights come back up, and it's both um, Malachi Black and Sting in the ring sort of looking at each other going, <laughs> I thought this was me. <laughs> Um, Just anybody you could teleport in at the same yes. time. Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy and and this, yeah. or <laughs> broken Matt. Rumble kicks off. Yeah, she gets to take the position. Right. So I before b- b- before we laugh at our, our um the, the Raptors' awesome idea, what did you guys think of the thing as a whole? Um, I would want to bring up before anyone else brings up anything else. Cody said, "I don't win." <laughs> That's every, every part. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. <laughs> That's in my notes as well. I don't win every fight I'm in. Ha-ha! <laughs> ha Lying. Um, Lying! As much as I am sick of Cody, and as much as I don't want to see Cody in another feud, as much as I am tired of him winning and fighting every new person that comes in, He's really good on the mic. That yeah. it, that the direction, one all in black, one all in white, really good colour direction and dichotomy. Uh the 90s teleport was really solid, the fact he was on the other side of the ring. Everything in this would have really sold me. I'd have been fucking on board with this as fuck if it had literally been Anyone else. Any other wrestler. He could have shown up and kicked Sting for Derby, and he could be feuding with Derby, and even I'd have gone, yeah, Derby can have another feud. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm just sick of Cody. But other, I think if I wasn't sick of Cody, this would be a good B-grade section. The acting, the direction, how he came out, shouted, the little speech about shooting the horse, all really, really, really good. I'm just sick of Cody, so it's getting a C. Anything to add, Mio? No. Uh, my Clive Black was fine. It just, you know, was... Where's, where's Buddy Murphy? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting, but we'll see. Right, moving on from there. Tully and Proud and Powerful promo. Any thoughts? Good oh, yeah, stuff. this happened. Like Tully putting up a fight as well. I like the fact Tully wasn't like just, you know, doesn't just get thrown and beaten up. He actually had his fists up and did some shovels back and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Arguably the most powerful old man they've got in the uh, AW, now I think about it, as he isn't instantly taken out in any backstage scene. No, I liked it more of this. I'm enjoying the powerful getting their little moments and getting to be the gangsters they were when they first came in. But yeah. sort of good gangsters beating up an old man. Get your mm. boys! <laughs> I will get my boys. Yeah, good stuff. I like Tully. I think, I think Tully is actually the only one physically able um, of the older wrestlers who's actually... Because Taz is not physically able to do anything and nope. neither is Jake. They are actually on sort of like, no, you you really can't do anything. They're a bit like... Brett Hart. They are actually <laughs> yeah. very broken for many years. Whereas Tully was in a different era. Um, yeah, I got you. And he's the only one who hasn't like blown up in size since. He, he's clearly, yeah. quite clearly maintained an exercise and diet regime since not being a wrestler. So he's. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't want to say all old wrestlers are giant riddled with heart attacks and fat, but they are until he's not. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Moving on. Hangman in-ring interview. And oh, surprise, surprise. Don Callis interrupts with the elite. Um, what did you guys think? Uh, yeah, Wicked loved it. Uh, the Elite 
I don't, the elite coming out as the, being the wankers are great. I love their shitty heel thing. I loved I blessed Matt going out to bait the punch, being the bigger wanker. An awesome Dark Order arrival. They did announce a meme match. You know, we've got to have a meme match before anything, so that's okay. Kenny's in his high school theatre heel mode, which is always a bit dorky and, you know, too kiddie, but I, I, it amuses me. Hangman finally came across as being Dark Order as Farky as well, and he's probably their leader now. Great, the crowd lost their shit, and that was wonderful to hear. I loved it. I thought it was great, and I'm arguably going to give it an A, because although I might not have loved it as much as the crowd, they definitely sold me more on it. I liked Hangman being all in for his team. I thought it was really good that he believed that his team believed him, believed in him, so he'd go for it. And then as soon as he had an opportunity, he sees something for his team to gain advantage of it, you know, giving them the tag team belts chance. So I think it was really good. It's got Hammond where I wanted him to be, being the actual powerful character he should be by having his friends having the confidence in him. So I think it's solid. Yeah, I think it's an A. Yeah, it's an A. I, I, I was proper happy on this. Um, yeah, lots and lots of hey moments. Loved him calling in, uh, calling out for his team. I also, I like the fact we're having the meme match because it'll delay, because I don't want yeah, Hangman. Yeah, yeah. I think, because they, they were talking about doing it at Fight for the Fallen. If they'd done his, um, the championship at Fight for the Fallen, that would have been shit. It needs to be it all out. It needs to be yeah, an, no, an, an, yeah, an, it's all need a longer build in Chicago with a special guest referee <laughs> from Chicago. It's going to be Colt Cabana as a special guest referee. That know, would be great. That would actually, that would actually yeah. Colt betrays them to join the elite. Oh, <laughs> I want. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jericho Before back. we move on, I'm just going to make the podcast a little bit more awkward for you guys. Uh, I am now completely naked, just so you know. Completely naked? <laughs> completely <laughs> naked. <laughs> I, it was the shirt about 20 minutes ago, and then I realised sweat was dripping off me. Then the shorts went. Oh, did you nice. fix yourself again, like, when you do the gardening? Right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jericho backstage interview. He's jumped by Spears and MJF. Any thoughts? Uh, Spears is becoming the master of entrances with a chair. He did just appear out of nowhere and fucking jam him. Not as good as last week's chair into the face from nowhere. Uh, I like the stipulation. I like he can use a chair, but you can't. I think that's actually quite an interesting stipulation, and it's good for the chairman. Yeah, I liked it. Good, good promoing. Uh, nothing above a C for me though, but I'm excited. Uh, so how big are Sean Spears' arms now? They filled that. Sc- I mean, I know I've always been a, a bit of a Sean Spears mark with my my weird love for him, but he's got fucking massive recently. He has really bulked up. Yeah, good uh, stuff. Yeah, it was solid. I enjoy it, and I think this is what they need to do to end this feud. Uh, yeah, well, he's got five people then. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, following off from that, Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Christian wins with the kill switch. Thoughts and scores? <laughs> I'm going to, before I run through my overall thoughts, this, I'm going to give you the final set of comments 
from I was actually watching this with Mjork because he'd been around helping me garden. Turned around and went, Member the leech? And he just looked at me and went, No. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. Anyway, this match otherwise, we had a solid grapple start and some really cool outside the ring over the rope style stuff. The elevated DDT onto the steps looked fucking great. Overall, though, the match was solid. It, it, it just felt lackluster. Cage sells uh, Hardy's repeated buckle slams better than anybody else I've seen, and I love that move. But once again, meh, a nice selection of moves and counters, just... Oh, and I didn't care for the finish. It was fine. I gave it a C. I think it was a good, entertaining enough, skillfully con uh, constructed match with a reason to be there. It's everything I want in my average match on the show, but that's all I can say it was, was an average match on the show. So it's a C. I was surprised. I thought it was solid. Um, I thought this was going to be a lot worse than it was. And they were both a lot more energetic than I was expecting. I thought it really brought out something in them to be wrestling each other. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I thought they did quite well. And it was a high C from me. So that's me and Mia both on high Cs. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I assumed that I that you two were both going to be Cs and I was going to be a high C, just because I'm a little. I think I feel I'm a little bit more invested in this having literally watched these guys i first got back into wrestling past you know just watching random stuff beginning of the attitude era what i'm one of the first things i got to see feud wise was the first hardy boys edge and christian feud from way back when yeah, i think yeah. they were are uh, they were fighting over the management of i think i want to say it was tory tory but i could be wrong and yeah, so I so I I'm quite invested in this, and I thought they had a good match. I don't think it was anything groundbreaking. It wasn't the you know it wasn't a TLC um, or a TLC two, but it was you know I thought it was damn good, and I gave it let's say a high C. Moving on, Miro promo. Thought great. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, I haven't got my notes on it, apparently, but uh, yeah, uh, just God's favourite champion. It would have been nice if he'd mentioned the big new white belt he was uh, he was holding more, but doing more of the Miro thing, I love so much. He's got into that Moxley MJF category for me. If he comes on, shouts about being God's favourite champion and the Redeemer, and I just watch him because it's a gimmick I've never seen before, and I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's not much more I can say. The Redeemer's great. I just need to, he just needs to keep it up and keep it interesting. But yeah, I think it's a good rebranding for him. I'm excited for when his hot wife turns up because she's obviously <laughs> going to turn up at some point. A lot of wives are going to show up at some point, man. Yes. <laughs> this is but why yeah. I want Cage, you see. <laughs> the five <laughs> Just so Melissa oh. can introduce him. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It's good, Miro. Um, it's nice to see him getting to um, cut promos of the serious heel character because it's been yeah. a long while since I've seen him do that. Because he didn't when he was a serious heel back in the Dubsy days. Lana cut all the promos. Um, so and religion it, role play mate makes everything better. Yeah, <laughs> you it could be religious. Yeah. Instant uh, personality. Following on from that, Britt Baker in ring interview. Thoughts? 
These I have lost my notes on, so I'm going to let you two take the lead on this. I thought she was really good on this. Uh, she's just, you know, being really good in front of the crowd. I think the issue is, you know, against Nola, she's just going to struggle to stay the heel of the situation. I don't know what you can do with it. And I thought it was a uh, high C from me. I really enjoyed it. I found my notes now. Uh, oh. I, I, I like the comment about she might, uh, Nyla might be top of the menu, but she's special order. That's fucking great. She did actually get a lot of crowd control on the DMD, which, not, which was nice. Uh, I, my final comment, which you might not get, Morg, but Muir definitely will, is Vicky and Nyla soyjack crying. I just wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently that I really enjoyed was, this That comeback was fucking weak as it, it was so weak I haven't even mentioned it in my notes Yeah mate. <laughs> It continues to be When she said she was the face of the company um, I believe it She is uh, Miro almost is Don't get me wrong he's doing great But he hasn't quite Expanded to quite that full media can do an interview or a crowd thing, anything yet. Brit is just she from how much we hated her at the start as well. No, for some stupid reason, they thought to try and make a dentist a face. I don't understand the concept, but it's it's an interesting turnaround. Um, so it was the raptor that pointed out to me. The raptor watched that interview, just turned on and went, That was very tweenery. That well, was not very, it wasn't very heel. It was a bit too full of herself to be actually face. It was very tweenery. Oh, yeah. don't face Turner. Don't oh, face it's, Turner. It's, I don't know if they will. Well, no, you can face Turner. If you face no. Turner, if you follow the rock stone cold rule, which is you don't change the fucking character. So you're still... An arrogant, but you're an arrogant face. It's a, you know, it's the stock rock stone cold rule. Who were both effectively probably the two biggest name tweeners out there. Certainly Austin. Um, Gonna go no. We've only just got some heels. Yeah. I think the other issue really is I think she's got to play a sort of a heelish tweener just because it's Nyla. She can go back to being purely obnoxious when it's anyone else. But the problem the is that Nyla is such a heel. Nyla. Nyla was stupid, in my opinion. I'm guessing, so it's just, other, I'm guessing it's just to get so her out the way. Faces. Why? Why do you I don't need to know. get her out the way? I don't just know. Book because her someone else. She's always that threat in the background. No, I don't there know. was a mock I don't promo. Know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they booked her against Nyla. I'm just trying That's to work promo. out oh, why. Move on quick. We're losing shit. <laughs> yeah. Break it down. Then following on from that, there was a Mox promo. Thoughts, scores? He's great at putting his opponent over. He makes everybody yeah. sound great. Good. We always give him a, a good rank. So, uh, and he's maintaining that. I'm wild card fighting man. I fight the hardest people. They almost always kill me because they're so hard. Good stuff. It's what you want from your promos. Yeah. Leave it. Raise the opponents. Don't knock them down. And he was being a bit more, you know, tweenerish Healy because just know. writing a bunch of bees down for promos, guys. Yeah, just so it's you great. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's standard mocks. Um, interesting uh, thing. I, so I was listening to the first time I've listened to. Um, 
uh, what cultures podcast the other day and i was just listening to their nxt one randomly and one of the guys was talking about one of their guys on nxt and he says you know he says i really enjoy this guy for an entire day and then i remember the next day that mox hangman kingston and darby allen exist and remember what a baby face should be which is quite interesting because i i think that's a conversation for the future but i wanted to try and just put that out there verbally so we try and remember it are they our top actual faces who actually feel like baby faces do we agree with him moving on from there wheelie utah with the best friends chuck and um orange cassidy versus sammy guevara sammy wins with the gth thoughts and scores weirdly i have the least notes on this because i just watched it um why is he a best friend uh, I, I'd, I'd like some information on that as a, as a lover of the best friends as a stable i appreciate i'm not watching another he's, eight hours of dark currently he's their prodigy i'll that? take it i'll take it this match had the best momentum thus far in the show Utah's really good and it was a great entry for him uh I want to give it a B just for how good an entry it was. The fact it was quite concise. You knew Sammy was going to win. It wasn't even very long, but it was all solid in the ring. The opponent got over, but it is arguably just a C. My, yeah. my, I won't let my best friend love get the best of Sadly, me. Sadly, it is a C, but uh, for wrestling, it was definitely a B. I enjoyed this. They're both very good. We all know Sammy was good. Yuta was very good. And I just enjoyed this i just sat and watched it i think it was the best match of the night for wrestling i think it was just really good and i enjoyed it god it was the best according to me it was the best match for wrestling (laughs) more what do you think interesting that's interesting uh yeah I, i gave it a solid c i thought it was just it was a good match it was it was it was it was a solid match um i didn't know anything about the new guy so i couldn't i didn't have any investment in it that that's why i couldn't give it any more yeah that's probably the best yeah that's the best thing but, but and honestly it's what a great entry for your new wrestler is he wasn't just squashed he got to look good he was fighting sammy as well who's obviously one of the top carders at the moment yeah it's, it's a c overall like i agree as much as i i fucking loved it yeah, it was. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. It was an enjoyable match, and I would definitely put it down on that. You should watch oh, this, gosh. but it's it's not going to be a stealer. Cutie Marshall promo. Oh, he's so evil. Just wrote down okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let you yeah. guys discuss this. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. One word. Cutie Marshall. I I just don't care. They've been buried. He's so still mad at Cody. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's just been buried so much. I don't give a fuck anymore. I know wins and losses shouldn't really matter that much in a wrestling show, but these guys have just been shown to be complete useless jobbers. They've just so. consecutively lost on them. On yeah. as much as they can pump up them to being seventy nil or whatever on dark. The They've problem is, I'm only going to watch currently the the main canon storyline because you know what. I enjoy. I was previously enjoying Dark. I'd watch two hours of Dark a week. Then it got to four hours of Dark a week, and I was like, "Fuck this noise!" Then they took it back down to two and a half hours a week, but added a second two hours of Dark. I don't have time. There's a new show coming. If they don't look good on the show I meant to watch, them beating seven hundred jobbers is not gonna make me think they're good. Oh. I'm sorry. 
do something with them or fuck them off. Or Thank just keep you. them as choppers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. Temper loss. <laughs> no, You're allowed to no. Use your temper. Yeah, it's all right. It was, it was a promo. Moving on. Penelope Ford versus a returning Yuka Zaka... Yes, I, I just realised that I have scribbled the name and then I just fell like tripped over my own bad writing of it. Against it's not Yuka. racist, he just can't read. Yeah, it's actually a case of I just can't. More than you believe. <laughs> As I was looking down at it about to say Yuka, and I was just like, what the fuck have I written? Um, Yuka wins with the magical girl Splash. Thoughts and scores. God, I'm glad she's back. I fucking love her. Um, The crowd went wild for her. Maybe this was my favourite match instead. Um, (laughs) Now I think back to the last one. We had a solid start. We get to see all of Yuka's agility. Penelope had an opponent she didn't seem off or clumsy with at all. Uh, Just solid. The picture-in-picture wasn't too slow because we've got two solid Indian deathlock spots from Penelope, which... I had enough tension that I didn't feel like it was in picture and picture. Right, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're Yuka's fucking suplexes. She's so strong for how small she is. That's and nice. her spinning slam, which is I prefer to the magical girl uh, splash, if I'm honest. She's this got more the magical splash 450 to actually be impressive. Yeah, <laughs> um this was an average stardom match or a really good women's match for AW. I had a good time. I did only give it a C. But maybe yeah. looking back, it deserves a B for AEW. We don't have any feud, but hopefully Yuka's going for revenge on her broken tooth from Brit from 18 months ago. Yeah, I had a good time. I'm going to give it a high C and see where it goes with the other reviewers. It's definitely a high C because there's no story at all building it like this. But I am very happy Yuka's back. She's great. She's, you know, such a veteran and solid hand. She can wrestle at anyone. I love to handstand off the top rope. I thought that was a really cool move that yeah. I can't remember seeing before. Uh, yeah, it was just solid. And we need more matches like this. And I gave it a high C because there's no story. But yeah, it's good. Ah, oh, Yuka's finally back. She's been my favourite of the... Well, of the original imports, yeah. Japanese women imports, because um, I do have a bit of a soft spot for Shida. Um, but yeah, Yuka, oh, I really enjoyed this match. It's still, I, I'm, I'm 100% with Muir. It's a high C. It was a great match, um, but there, there was nothing behind it. It was just a match. We don't have the story that, that pulls it up to a B, but yeah, really enjoyed this match. Right, following on to our main event. The Coffin Match, Ethan Page versus Darby Allen. Uh, Darby wins by putting Ethan in the coffin. Thoughts and scores. Find something you love, like Scorpio Sky loves selling for Sting. That's exactly what I said to the Raptor. (laughs) As we were watching it, those are the exact words. He fucking loves it. Look at every time. Oh, I love Scorpio Sky. He's so good. Anyway, the actual meme match. Uh, I like the steel plate. Clever. I've not seen a steel back plate in ages. I think he should have kept it. He should have kept it on a little bit longer. I reckon that could have been revealed after a fake punch or something like that. But either way, um, I did enjoy it. 
Uh, Scorpio going after Sting and Sting battering him and him selling for it. I really enjoyed, but it did detract from the match. They stopped recording the match to go after that. Maybe they should have done it first or something. But we had a bunch of cool stuff in this. We had uh, Bobby's jump into the page catch. They, they work so well to each other with each other. They know where they're going to land. They know what they're going to do. There was a lot of fucking concrete bumps in this match, though. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I like the use of the actual uh, rope hook, and I like Paige talking to it. It's getting across the slightly crazier side to his character, which is nice. And the hook actually being used is quite inventive. It's not often you see the rope hook in a match. That was nice. Uh, once again, I just sort of watched this match. I had a, I had a good time. Uh, it had a lot of brutal uh, energy in it, which is good. Uh, we had a couple of really cool moves off the steps. We catched into a, cut, a cutter. That was great. The ego's edge onto the steps was fucking brutal. Yes, man. Uh, then we got the skateboard spot again, which I don't know if we really needed. I wasn't so for that. So, uh, yeah, I had a good time in this match. I enjoyed it. It's um underwhelming finish for me I, 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 it didn't have a crescendo i kind of wanted it to build a bit more to going in the coffin and then he jumped on the coffin as well which is a bit a bit weird um and that was meant to be crescendo there mate they uh, think where he yeah. floored it into the coffin like the crescendo to be before he's won the match so, it, so that's the high point of the crescendo but i'm just yeah. telling you I only wrote down a high C, but that's unfair. I'm reading back through my notes and thinking of it. I had, I had a good time, and there's a story in story, and we got to see Scorpio Sky self-esteem. Which is always... So I'm going to give it a B. I had a good time. I just don't think it crossed into that A barrier for me. No. Uh, Derby is over. <laughs> Let's just put it that is. way. He's so <laughs> over. Um I think this was a great match for Ethan Page. I think this really showed him off. I think it was really good for both of them. I think it both made them look great coming out of it. It was a bloody brutal match, which I expected for it. And I think they did all right. I'm not sure about the end. It was a bit awkward. But yeah, it was still a solid B from me. Uh, so I gave it a high B. I really enjoyed this. Um, still a B. Um yeah, it was brutal. It was hardcore enough to to feed that little soul of me that likes a brutal hardcore style match. But neither of them had to bleed profusely in it, which I think that's probably why I gave it that little bit extra. Um, uh. Was because they managed to have a brutal, hard hitting match with neither of them gushing blood. I like a bit of colour now and again, and in some matches it works really well. Although, you know. Dustin Cody, it was a little extreme. Dustin's bleeding. But we, we know that was an accident, but it really did add to the match. Um, but in this case, they didn't need to do that. They had real brutal moves. It reminded me, it had that when they went out into the crowd and they were doing the moves out there. It, it reminded me a little bit of that Lucha Underground feel of, of, of a hardcore match that just goes out into the crowd and on. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I thought the ending was a little bit weird. I'm wondering if they fucked the ending oh, good. a little. <laughs> it just seemed to put him in the coffin. Without much, he just yeah. he, he did something and then put him in the coffin. Though I've also seen coffin matches where they spend four and a half hours trying to get them in the coffin. And that no, have been really good coffin people. matches. It yeah. was there was no nice. So maybe they were just trying to avoid that whole. He does the coffin drop and then 
poor Darby's got to carry Ethan and put it, and it just makes Ethan look really, really weak. Um, yeah. that he just lies there for 10 minutes while Darby okay, struggles yeah. to drag him over. Um, I did like the coffin drop on the coffin because I just thought it was very Darby. He has no um, uh, regard for his own well-being. I think that very much suits his character. Um, I suppose I- I'm going to have to take the wrestling thing and not explain how that wouldn't have hurt Ego inside at all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to. It's like making a man run by pulling him too hard. I suppose. Yeah. I, yes, I, mean, it, it, I mean, me and the Raptor were saying, God, you've got to have a lot of trust in the other guy to lie in something you can't see and know that they are going to land. And on it yeah yeah, yeah. Been wrestling just, with each other for fucking ages. but that's the thing they do tr- they they must yeah. trust each other so yeah i gave it a high b but yeah i i enjoyed this and it, it was a good ending and so did the raptor it was a good ending to the uh a, a good ending to yeah. um the show this show really left picked up about halfway split. in yeah look at it <laughs> yeah so scores, the scores overall score for um, Fighter Fest Night One. Right. So, if if there were no promos in this, if we took aside all the side work and the backstage stuff, this this uh, episode would have scraped through with a high C. The wrestling was good enough. Starts clumsy, gets better, and you know the, the, the last three matches are really sort of the best matches of the piece, if I'm honest. Um, even the short one. Yeah, we've got a lot of hype for things coming back. We've got the end of a few, but we'd only be scraping a high C just with the matches. But throwing in that promo work where we've got some really, some of the best speakers are in this, some hints of Los Ignorables, hopefully. Uh, God's favourite champion. We're all the way up to a B. This was a good episode. We had, we didn't really have any bad wrestling. We had solid to good wrestling and story work and promoing was consistent throughout. Show plus one. Good times. Keep it Excellent. up, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope that uh, night two is as good. Uh, interesting you say about the last three matches. Isn't? Do you feel that, that's, that they actually, this show, just with hindsight and you having mentioned that, um, this particular Dynamite was actually probably a very well-booked show then? Because sure, that's how, to me, how a wrestling show should. It should build up to... I think what they were going for was a really strong starter in that Japs, uh, Japanese style, which may or may not have worked. Yeah. Sadly, the opener didn't work as well. Then it would have calmed back down with the promos for a good match. I, th- I think, yes, but I think they wanted more hype from the first match, if you know what I mean. They yes. have that lull back down to build you back up. But that first always, match... Yeah. You should always didn't have that strong first match, yeah. Yeah. But sadly, it was just all right. <laughs> so... Um... Otherwise, yeah. That's our review of the week. And again, uh, no questions, unfortunately. Start harassing people. I'll get yeah. on the social media. So yeah, we'll get, get on the social media. Team. Yeah, get on, <laughs> get, get on the Twitters and, and, and tweet at people. Ugh. Strange. That's your job is twitting at people. I try. I try. I'm just not very good. <laughs> so, uh like to thank uh, Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us at Wrestle Opinionated on YouTube, Spotify, and on Anchor.fm. Over to you, Mr. Muir. Right. Thank you very much for listening, as always. It's been great fun. I would like to ask if you do want to send in any questions, if you send them to WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com, WrestleOP on Facebook, or WrestleOp on 
Russell OP1 on Twitter. God, I can talk well. Very good. Over to you, Strange. If you've enjoyed listening to us and me specifically naked doing this podcast, uh, please click that like button, subscribe, share it to your wrestling friends. Uh, if you've really enjoyed me uh, doing this naked, uh, leave a comment and I'll, I'll do it naked next week as well. But yeah, please like, share, subscribe, hit the buttons on Anchor and Spotify that say you love us. We appreciate you listening. Back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is I'm really glad I didn't ask you guys to Twitch stream this one, which is what I was thinking Los of doing. Ignorables! <laughs> Day! Ah! Goodbye. Oh! Good night. <laughs>